Breadwinners, the podcast about the never-ending hustle and its impact on all aspects of our lives. From our financial life, to our relationships, to our kids, to our health, we're interested in what it takes to keep it all going. This podcast is about women, working, money, and family. And in every episode, we will consider the research and share our takes on what we're learning every day about breadwinning. And we'll ask you to share your breadwinning story. Each week, I'm joined by Jennifer Owens. She writes about working, wellness, and women, and founded the Working Mother Research Institute. And I'm joined by Raquel Ellison. She is an executive coach and management consultant who works with companies big and small to design workplace policies that work for all employees. So we're back. Kind of we're all over the place today because uh, that's really true for the what we're talking about, which is the myth of multitasking. So, what are you talking about? I'm doing something else. Yeah, I know exactly. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> that was the joke I wanted to make. Yeah, it's our bit. We're doing we're doing bits now. Uh, so uh, I found the stat for us to talk about to yeah. start that the average person checks their email about 15 times a day, uh, but. The recent study from the University of British Columbia found that when people were limited to checking their email just three times per day, their stress levels decreased significantly. Yeah. I mean, context switching, man. I mean, we, you know, that's, uh, there's a couple trying to, don't know who coined that term, but when we're in the midst of, you know, when we're, we just constantly, when we're switching between one topic and another topic. We're just constantly context switching, Um, you know, and we can't really focus whether it's on kids or, or on, you know, on work stuff. We, we can't do, there's a Georgetown professor, Cal Newport, cool name, Cal, um, who defines, who talks about the deep work, the ability to focus without distraction on a cognitively demanding task. And it allows you to to really get the complicated information and produce better results in less time. And I think that, you know, when we're, when we're context switching, when we're multitasking, we've got, uh, you know, it's pretty hard to dive into either working or parenthood when you've kind of got, you know, on either side, when you've got these things coming up. I would say that one of the few times a week that I am not switching between things and that, and part of it, well, so the two times that I can think of that really, it never, uh, gets interrupted is when I'm doing my Pilates because I can't, there's, they're not going to let me go. I have to like, that's all I can do. And then our conversations, because I, you know, I have to pay attention. I turn off all the notifications and there is a relief that comes with that, that we're actually speaking, listening, thinking about what's coming up next in our conversation, that it is, I, I feel the difference between what he's saying, deep work versus like whole hours can go by in my day. Yeah. Where it's not deep, right? It's it's email and then and I have multiple emails and then I'm checking like to see I get a notification here and there and it it, it does lead to stress and you know it is, but it's addictive. Yeah. Is it the stress is addictive? Is it is it the activity level? Do we have you have you read much on that like what is it that why are we doing that? Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's an interesting question. I mean, I think that, look, I think there's a couple of different factors. One is cultural, right? Um, there is an expectation we live in, you know, we've heard this way too many times, but a 24 seven work culture, right? So there's, there's the expectation to be online, um, at all times. And it's interesting where I work right now, I wouldn't say there's a 24 seven work culture. 
Well, I mean, I think for some people there is and some people there isn't. It depends on your manager. It depends on your team. Yeah. It depends on your role, right? So I think I think that plays into it. Um, you know, I think it's about kind of what you feel you're expected to be aware of um, and to respond to. Uh, you know, I've definitely had had yep. talks with you know senior leaders within their organizations who said like, well, why can't I respond to an email at three o'clock in the morning? You know, to my employees, I said you can, but like you can't expect them to not feel like they are, you know, they're completely overwhelmed, you know, and they feel like there's an expectation that they need to be on email all the time. If you right. want a more, you know, a, a more focused, uh, you know, work team, yeah, right? Yeah, you can't do that. So, you know, I think that's an interesting, interesting thing to keep in mind too. Is is the culture piece? And then I think we do, you know, we do. We have this phone addiction, and I'm I'm sure we can find some good stats on that, listeners. If you yeah. have them, share them. Um, I think it's just, you know, it's it's uh, we 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 feel like it's it's good, you know, and I think we. We've got the social media draw that's also an addiction. So once you're already on your phone and the email comes through, um, you know, I think we're we're sort of looking for for ways to, you know, to connect with across the board. And I think the same thing happens. I mean, for me, um, you know, I will have to take calls from my kids' schools or, right. you know, and so that will come up in the middle of my work day. And then it it is really distracting. And then I've got to get back to... The other thing, and it's not, you know, I'm sort of expecting things like that to happen on the work end or the family end. Um, right. Pretty much all there, the time. There is a, a sense of like, oh, you know, it, well, there is, the, talk about persuasive technology. I, I have followed the um, Center for Humane Technology, which is founded by one of the original Googlers and kind of calling out how things like, well, even email but Facebook and Twitter and and everything, I guess TikTok, we, it, that these things are designed to want to keep you on it. Well, that one of the things they've done is that little red uh, icon that says you have four notifications, like it's there first because it builds up an anticipation of, ooh, you know, someone wrote, and that's a choice. And that we need to be aware that a lot of this stuff is designed so we don't put it down. And so uh, you're kind of fighting a losing battle. I, I don't know, like you're, the dopamine in your head gets excited, yeah. like, ooh, yeah. someone can tell me something. I often have to say to myself when I think, well, I'm going to check my email one more time before I go to bed. And I, I will think to myself, and what do I expect? You know, right. like either, right, right. either there's nothing there and you're kind of disappointed, like, oh, where's my dopamine? Uh, B, there's some awesome, spectacular thing. And now you're going to engage with it and stay up later to engage with it. Yeah. Um, chances are it's junk. Right. Or it's something stressful that you now have to react. To. Like, what am I going to, what, why do I need to check? So, the, and that, that little run through will usually make me not check because it can wait till the, the morning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, one interesting thing is in, um, in, again, in my workplace, we have a break, like a, we closed down for, for kind of the Christmas holiday holiday season through the new year and nobody's on email. And so when you come mm. like nobody and it's such an interesting phenomenon because I think, you know, even when you take vacations, um, you know, you expect to, for emails to come in, you can, you could take the phone, you could take the app off your phone, but like, 
you know, for temporarily, but you know that like things are moving without you, but there is a special like way that I think people who work where I work feel, feel blessed to have the time where they're not, they know that nothing's going on when they're not looking. Right. It's, it's just, yeah, it's, 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 and there's some, something with, with the actual act of multitasking is that, um, whenever I'm making dinner, um, that's exactly when, <laughs> I don't know, it's like the witching hour for work emails or work texts. I don't know what it is. It just attracts it. So I'm, I often <laughs> will be multitasking with answering something while I'm trying to make dinner. And I, you know, you had me all day. Why are we starting this now? <laughs> But it always seems like, and that's also a bit of the lie, like, oh, you just needed these three pieces of quick information. You know, I can get it and I can still make dinner. And then um, it's never a lot. And then it's stressful. It it is. But I always fall for that. I get sucked in by the, no, no, I just needed two things. You know, wait, I'll just answer this, you know. Right. I always felt that way with uh, the kids, especially when the kids were little. And actually now, even at this age, I feel like I want to model good behavior, um, not always perfect at it for sure, but of not looking at my phone uh, in like when we're all together and they yeah. all will and, and yeah. I get it, but I kind of feel, I don't know, like when I was, especially when you're younger, when they were younger and you're walking down the street and, and, and my kids are older. So phones and things were newer back then yeah. that I, you know, I didn't want to be seen as I felt very judged, even though no one cared. I mean, who was, who was right. looking at me, you know, like parenting and answering emails, but um, maybe that was my own sense of, of whatnot, but because parenting can be really dull and you, you kind of do want to read your Facebook. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I do that. You know, my son has trouble falling asleep and then, uh, my daughter did too until recently, but so I would be on my phone looking at Facebook and then my daughter's like, well, how can I sleep when you're on Facebook? Like, (laughs) just like, okay. (laughs) Like, I'm just literally sitting here in the dark. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I do have to say that one of the things I appreciate about the work that I do is that there's a good deal of time where I need to be very, very deeply focused on mm. what one person is telling me or what a group of people are telling me and how they're relating to each other. And I need to be able to synthesize that data and really be like, there's a hyper listening that I do. Um and, and I get to turn off at that point. So, you know, I had a really distracting day yesterday, but I had, I had to be sitting in these meetings and I really had to be there. And, you know, we all have meetings where we're trying to get stuff done, but my, yeah. my role in those meetings is really to, you know, to, uh, to be able to hear things that they might not even be hearing that they're saying. Right. So I, right. I think that is a gift of the kind of work that I do um, because I really like it. And because there's no distracting, certainly when I like, you know, when I've got to write a report or type up minutes for something or whatever I'm doing, you know, something that like yeah. it, it's distracting, but I think the piece, but I, I obviously do it eventually, but like, I, I think that the, the pieces of my job where you have to force yourself to be as, to be that focused um, are a real benefit. And I do think, you know, I try to do that with my kids. I think they're definitely the pieces that are, that are boring. Um, And, uh, but you know, you gotta, gotta try to focus. And 
So when my daughter's like coming to me with a real conversation, I try to take the same, the same kind of like, I'm looking at every, <laughs> every part of her body language and try to figure out where she's going with it. Yes. Uh, right. But, you know, where is I mean, this story going? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What's the unusual question you can ask that will unlock what the story is really about? Right. Yes. Right. Right. Yes. Yes. And it's interesting. We, um, so there's an organization, I think it's still around called Parents Together. Um, and they're cool. They were doing some like parent organizing advocacy work and they had something, I don't know if you saw this, it was a few years ago. I think they've stopped, but they had something where they, uh, they, they would text you a question um, to ask your kid at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, which was really interesting. Like they would, you know, be all these questions with that. Eventually my, my daughter was like, yeah, did you see that question on the F? Like <laughs> she was like, did you did they text you that question? She was only like five or six. She was like, I know you got that question. That's I'm not answering it. So, but yeah, I love the idea of asking more, um, thought-provoking questions and kind of trying to dive in there with the kids. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I think this all kind of feeds into my like to-do list addiction too, that uh, like I want to multitask because I want to get three things off the list, you know, and I want to get, it it just, it it raises the the value of low important tasks, you know, because you can accomplish them. Yeah. Um, You know, like when I do... And, and low value, that's not, not really what I mean, but like the simple tasks, like the non, they don't require deep work. And so it's kind of part of that, ooh, I can check my email and do like the, the uh, simple call out for our social media around this, this uh, episode. I just yeah. have to write, you know, one sentence. It's very simple. I know how to do it. I literally could do it in my sleep, which means, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, I can do it while I'm answering email and, oh, someone texted me. And, and so I, I, I don't know. It's like a fantasy that I'm still getting stuff done, but the big ticket items that are on my list now, three hours have gone by. Now I accomplished some stuff for sure. Everybody knows where they need to be because I've been chit chatting in various forms with all these people, but I didn't, I haven't, you know, the, the big ticket items haven't been punched. Yeah. And it all it, it and you can feel it. There's a certain point in the day where it's like, well, I'm never going to really have that kind of runway of time to really think. So I'm just going to lean in and keep keep looking at all the platforms. I I give up, you know. I I, I feel that way about eating sometimes too. You know, <laughs> like uh, it's four o'clock and I've done this poorly. Eh, I'll start again tomorrow. <laughs> True. True. I think we had another conversation in a recent episode about about M and M's. And, yes. yes. And oh my gosh. Going through the kids' candy. Yeah, you got to do yeah, it. Most definitely. I've convinced myself that these hazelnut M and M's that my husband likes are terrible, and I've I've said them out loud. I've I've made a, a loud case about it because I don't want to try them. Find out they're as wonderful as he says, and then become addicted to them. So I just right. I'm putting it out there because I know he's listening. That this is all part of my strategy not to eat all his M and M's. Well, so with, I think it's pretty much, I mean, the, the research is there that multitasking is not productive. It's not, it's, it's a necessity. I, I do believe it's, it's sometimes necessity. We have three things, your daughter's school call, you're going to have to take it, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and you still have to get to, you know, it's, it, I think it's a necessity sometimes. 
I think it's it can be addictive, but I think we need to admit that it's it's not the way to it's not optimal. No, I mean I think you know it's funny. Did I ever tell you this story? So I, um, Tony Schwartz, who um, who wrote, uh, he's written well. He's written a couple of things. He's written uh, a book about sort of the energy, the flow of our day and how we should be, how we should, I forget. It's like the energy project maybe is what it's called. And he talks about like how to structure your day in terms of sprints and, you know, and then check your email at this time. And it's really, it's looking to kind of, to, to, uh, you know, to help you think about how to curb some of this yep. distraction. Right. Um, he, um, I met him at a conference one time, lovely guy. But after his talk, I said, you know, how do you, how do you mold this around, you know, working parenthood and new parents? And he's like, and he basically just, he was like, I don't know. Forget it. Like, good luck with that. Um, so, you know, I think what's interesting is, you know, we, we have to think about more ways that we can, more strategies that work for us as working parents. And, you know, right. obviously those, the strategies that work when our kids, one of my clients was, had uh, a six-year-old and two and a half-year-old twins. And then like, you know, and she, and she was talking about what she had the bandwidth to focus on professionally. And I said, you know, this is a very specific point in time where you're going to have less of a bandwidth in certain ways. Um, you know, but it's not going to be like this forever. It's going to change. So how do we limit the distractions yes. when our kids are in different you know, at different phases. And maybe, you know, maybe your kids are in high school. My kids aren't. Do you feel like you have different levels of distraction now or not really? Uh, yeah, well, I'm constantly, uh, uh, so I've become uh, a big fan of what the Center for Humane Technology is talking about. And it's, I love problems that live in the real, you know, right in front of you in plain sight. And you think, oh, I never thought of that. And there, you know, one of the points that, uh, that these technologists are make, is making is that, you know, there was a time when mail came once, maybe some places it came twice a day. And that just because email can come into your box at any time doesn't right. mean that you need to be reacting to it every time. And I, I am a firm believer that no. And that, so I have, uh, I've played around with a lot of different uh, apps, like the one I like, I like some of the ones that, uh, Google has incorporated for like scheduling email sends. Uh, so it could send it later or I snooze emails. So like it pops up again in a day. Like I don't need to deal with this today. I can do it. And, um, I also use boomerang, which will just pause my email. Yeah, box. that's a good one. And so as an individual, I'm doing a lot to try to, try to, get rid of distractions. I, most of the notifications on my phone, I've turned off. There's no need. I don't need to know that someone's tweeted us. I can check once a day, you know, who's in charge here, me or them. So, um, uh, so I want to put myself in now I'm working with multiple clients working by myself. So I don't have that extra thing of like, you know, emails are coming at a certain time, but yeah. when I have, I, they, Boomerang has a thing as this becomes a big, Boomerang should sponsor us, uh, that you can set the email box to basically dump the emails every two hours. Kind of like when you're talking with the vacation, you know, they're going to be there. Like it's just every two hours, let me get a boom, or you can set it for on a custom thing. Right. And I like these things because it, it makes me feel like I have some control over that and that it, this kind of functionality, um, 
it it just puts a little bit more power into my own hands. I love that. That's that yeah. I still will like, you know, go and then I'll have moments where I'm like, why am I checking uh, Instagram? Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Down. Yeah, That's, it's like, it's you know, de facto. I know. I know. So, yeah. but there's yeah. a lot of these things. Uh, I know some people are in, have you heard of the Pompadoro? Yeah. I think, I think it's Pomodoro. Like, Pomodoro sounds Pomodoro. good though. Pomodoro. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, that is something where you're kind of setting up your own personal sprints, right? Yeah. That- yeah. That's a really good way to do it. That's a really good yeah. way to do it. I think, you know, time boxing in general, I think that was just essentially what that is, is a really good way to do it. But you know, it is, it is hard that works on work stuff. And then, you know, t- and then we have to do some time boxing, you know, with our kids stuff and say like, this is not, yeah. we're not going to be online during this time. We're just gonna, you know, I haven't just- done that. I used yeah. to be much more hardcore when the kids were younger about, um, we didn't double screen and I've, I've let it all go, you know, like we would all gather I've had, I think a lot about this stuff because I, you know, we create content, we're doing it right now. And, and you think about how people are taking in content and I've had to come to the mindset that me sitting down to watch, um, house hunters international <laughs> or an old episode of fixer upper. Cause I, I've, I've fallen in love with chip and Joanna Gaines again. I don't know. I, I can't wait to see their new channel. And I think about them as business owners and, and working parents. And I, I'm just, I just think uh, it's fascinating, but, um, yeah. and, and, and they're charming and, and I love seeing what she does. And I, you know, I sucker for me. Like if I, I always uh, will take a break at some point at, in the evening and I think, oh, it's quarter of, that means that somebody's about to reveal a house to some yeah. owner somewhere. I will, I will, you know, I'll, I'll spend that 15 minutes watching that. But um, that is my downtime. My yeah. son's downtime is playing video games and shouting at his friends over his uh, his games and having lots of fun and socializing and all that. My daughter, it's like looking at uh, YouTube and Instagram, and it's like uh, like their content is different from my. You know, Brett wants to watch sports. That's his. You know, like oh well, maybe we all have different. So if I force yeah. us all into watching a movie. Um, I feel bad for the people br- producing like traditional, like broadcast movie content because my kids come with their phones and you're competing against the phones, but, but they are multitasking and I hate it and I wish they wouldn't, but I also feel that at 16, that's your choice. And I, 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 I'd rather us be physically together than me yelling at you about your phone. So that, you know. Right. No, you got to pick and choose for sure. So I do it for dinner. Like if we all go out to dinner, um, I'll even let them use their phones until the food comes. Then we're going to actually talk because I always feel like their blood sugar's up and then, you know, they're happier. They are the grumpiest human beings when I force them to go out to dinner for us. So um, that's tip to the wise. Go out in your neighborhood if your kids can walk home and uh, go out, let them use their phones, then have a lovely conversation, and then let them leave early. They love to leave early. And then you get like a little date night tacked on. Nice. This is how we do it in our house. So. Life hacks. Life hacks from the breadwinners. <laughs> Anywho, well, uh, and then after a while, don't you feel like uh, you start to wonder like, oh, am I missing something? Like there's a certain time when you, like the spidey sense starts to tingle. So, yeah. uh, you know. That, that might be what's happening now. So we should say 
thank you for joining us today on The Breadwinners. Whether you're a chance or a choice breadwinner, we hope you enjoyed the time you spent with us, even if you had three screens going. Uh, and that you'll share your own story with us at the Breadwinners Podcast. How are you making it work? How are you trying not to multitask each and every hour of the day? We would love to know. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and to rate and review it. Let us know what you think about the Breadwinners. Help us tell the stories that mean the most to you. And until next week, keep hustling. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM Network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.